You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 426 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about Andrew's huge haunted mansion item haul from Spirit Halloween. We talk about magic keys expiring along with how we and others have been feeling about them. We talk about Bob Chapek's comment that seemingly lit the internet on fire this last week. Then we get breaking news about the passes coming back the week this episode releases. So we talk about the changes and what we would have liked to see as part of the renewal process and the pass perks. Overall, it felt like a therapy session talking about things that we know a lot of people are feeling. And if you're feeling the same way, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And hey, if you feel the opposite, we'd love to hear how you're feeling to help us round out our perspective. During the conversation, you can connect with us over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers if you're not yet following us. But we'd love for you to join us over on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash 426 and click on the Discord logo. Or you can click the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So we're going to get the Luxo Ball rolling on this episode, but if this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for some time now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 426 of Podcateers. So, so that's their goal. It's, it's, a it's no longer the pizza place soda that you remember. Now it's going to compete oh. with La Croix. <laughs> that, you know what? I mean, it's coming back. I guess, you know, the brand recognition is a thing. Um, but it's not not the same. That's that. I mean, whatever. If they had a flavor that I liked, you know, maybe I'd give it a shot. But so far, those flower uh, flavors don't uh, slide with me. So you know, maybe when they come out with a, uh, you know, wild cherry, slice or orange again. I'll give it a, yeah, that's I'm the one I remember. remember. Slice orange. No, this was like, like cherry something or another. I think it was just like slice red or something like that. Sounds like it good. Was, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good, and it made me. Like, we just stopped going there and stopped, you know, my dad didn't have a boat anymore. So it was like, whatever. Right. And I kind of forgot about it. And then one day just, oh, yeah, remember that soda? That was good. <laughs> oh, how, why did I think of that? But that's. Interesting. That, you know what? I, I, I was just saying today, I love soda so much that if I could 
live off of just drinking soda my entire life, I would. It's my favorite thing in the world, and I need to stop drinking so much of it. But <laughs> I love soda so much. Listen, I care about you enough to say, yeah, you might want to tone it down. <laughs> well, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I, I've, uh, I've, the days of me going, this, this is apparently the soda corner that we're having right now. Um, or the Coke corner with, a light bulb Aww. that's two colors. Oh, geez. <laughs> anyway, so when I was in college, we would go to um, Denny's a lot after like rehearsals and shows and stuff because there's a Denny's right down the street and they're open 24 hours. And we'd go there so often the the people, you know, servers there started recognizing us. And I would drink so much Dr. Pepper when I was there. I would just be like, okay, another one, another one, another one. I was thirsty from the day, whatever. If I'm in college, caffeine, I, you know, have, you know, eight gallons of Dr. Pepper. I go right to bed. It was fine. Um, <laughs> so after a while, they the guy would see me there, the same guy working the, the night shift. He'd see us walk in. He'd seat us. And then he would come to take everybody's uh, drink order and – as he was doing that, bring me an orange juice carafe full of Dr. Pepper and set it nice. on the table with a straw in it. And that is awesome. He's like, I know what you want, <laughs> uh, soda man. So here's your orange juice carafe full of Dr. Pepper. So that was, you know, those are fun memories. Uh, but I try not to drink quite that much soda anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope you left them a decent tip. I I'm sure I didn't because I was terrible as a as a college student. Um, but hopefully I went there enough that my tips made it somewhat worth it. I don't know. Nice. I was a historically bad tipper and my wife has since uh ingrained it into me that uh I needed to be better at that. So I am now. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> there's plenty of Disney stuff for us to talk about. Sorry, we got stuck at no nah, soda. This corner. is the soda cast. Welcome to the soda <laughs> cast. Um, but yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about. I know you've been to Spirit Halloween and you purchased all sorts of stuff, and mm. it's been a few weeks now, two, three weeks now since they opened Spirit Halloween officially. And can I just tell you, I. I didn't like I knew Spirit Halloween was popular. I mm-hmm. just didn't understand that there would be like lines and lines of people waiting to get in at the flagship store in Egg Harbor Township in New Jersey. Like oh, they geez. had like a whole thing. They wow. had like a like, countdown. Yeah. They had people like counted and coming in like you could only buy us like a specific amount of items people were just you know running in you could pick up like three items or whatever the case was but it was like it's an event like it wasn't just like a <laughs> store opening it's a freaking event i they they yeah they did like a whole they i think they had uh people from the movies there i think christopher lloyd was there or something i don't remember exactly who but they had they showed the movie trailer. They were giving, you know, having giveaways. That's the flagship store. That's the big one that, you know, everybody's – I'm sure they, uh, you know, publicized it so they got a bunch of people there. But it looked cool. They had giveaways and, like, 
character meet and greet kind of things, photo ops. It looked cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Because a lot of places, I mean, I want to say, I don't even know how long this store's been around or this brand um, or chain, I should have said. Um, It's crazy to see, like, to remember, like, it was just one store or you would see, like, as a joke that Spirit Halloween was going to take over an abandoned uh, store or whatever. But this is huge. This is cool. I mean... Yeah. Who wouldn't want early Halloween shopping t- right now? It's yeah. Spirit Halloween has been around since 1983. There you go, Melissa. Ooh. And wow. are, is now uh, owned by Spencer Gifts. Oh, do they still oh. own it? Oh. Uh, let's see. In I thought it was sold they were purchased back. By Spencer Gifts. Parent Spencer Gifts, 1999 to present. Interesting. I know what you're saying, Melissa. I remember every time there was an abandoned building, it could have been January, February, March, and we're like, that's a spirit Halloween coming up right there. Yeah. You know it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it had you to be know big it. enough, yeah. though. It'd be like, all right, the Arby's closed. That's not going to be a spirit Halloween. No. Nope. <laughs> but, you but know. the hometown buffet just closed. That's a spirit Halloween right there. <laughs> Mervin's right? over there. There's there's a spirit Halloween in the Mervin's. Over, yep. Uh, yeah. What? R.I.P. Toys R Us. That's a spirit Halloween. That's a spirit Halloween. (laughs) The one by me is in half of a Rite Aid. (laughs) The other half of the Rite Aid is still the other half of the Rite Aid is still there. They just didn't use the rest of it anymore. They wanted to downsize, so it's just half a Rite Aid, (laughs) and the other half is still Rite Aid. Um, I'm trying to think what the other ones are. It's it's so funny, like how how buildings are so recognized like you know they go through different businesses but it's like oh that was an arby's that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's got yeah. those those glass windows that's an arby's oh there's you know there's a there's a, a a store by my mom's house storefront that was it i think it's a furniture rental place now or rent to own place but it was a hollywood video and oh. the top was like you know, had like the jaggedy top, like the, you know, Hollywood Hills and had neon on it and stuff. They've since painted all the buildings and upgraded everything, but they didn't bother to flatten out the top. So it's still got the Hollywood video, oh, like nice jagged top. And it's like, you know, uh, rent to own furniture. I'm like, okay, it's Hollywood videos <laughs> been closed for 20 years, but you know, it's just funny how, how buildings work. That's funny. I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think of all the franchises, though, I I don't know if anybody could come up with anything that's more recognizable. But if you see like an old school Pizza Hut with a red mm-hmm. roof, like, you know, that was a Pizza Hut. I don't care what they right. dress it up as. That was a damn Pizza Hut at one point. <laughs> that's the old McDonald's too, the red roof, roof McDonald's, because it was like that two it's kind of the same thing as pizza hut there's a yeah you're right over yeah. near me there there's a um a mcdonald's moved into an upgraded mcdonald's across the street and so the old mcdonald's is still across the street they took the red roof off and put regular composite shingles on it and there's nothing in there now but that's definitely still a mcdonald's <laughs> yeah that's funny man now i'm thinking about old school mcdonald's they used to have those like playgrounds with uh with the big 
hamburger sheriff that you used to climb into. What was his name? Oh, big, yeah. you know, the big you hamburger officer, police officer. You mean Officer Big Mac? Officer Burger? Is it Officer, officer Big Mac? Big Is that what Mac. It was? Yes, okay, Officer so it was Big like Mac big... and and Mayor, Mayor McCheese. And I remember Mayor the, McCheese. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those were the best, man. I love those. All right, anyway, enough with this. Let's go back to Spirit Halloween you don't want to because talk about there's the a ton of haunted mansion characters? stuff. Come on, okay. <laughs> no, we'll fine. talk about them another time. I want to okay. get back to Spirit Halloween because I know you purchased a, a bunch of haunted mansion stuff. Haunted Mansion has been yes, like yes, yes. on my mind this week so hard. Because there's been so much great merchandise that got released. Mm-hmm. You started sending us pictures and text messages. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Heather and and Jill and everyone that was talking about this on the Discord server. Uh, apparently, there were some lows in our area that had the hitchhiking ghosts inside of the Doom Buggy. However, I was too slow for them. And so uh, Jill posted that... In some lows, this week is when they were going to start to release things. That did not happen at the lows closest to me this week. So not I'm me keep trying. I went to lows today. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep trying. They did have the hitchhiking ghosts that are just standing, not mm-hmm. the ones in the doom buggy, but I want the one in the doom buggy. Yeah, That's you can like my buy goal the just, now. Yeah, you can buy the just standing ones on the website. That's like one yeah. the one thing of Haunted Mansion stuff you can buy on the website right now. Yeah. So but the Doom the, Buggy. <laughs> I know. It's so cool, man. I love that one. I want to hear about your haul because I have a couple of other yeah. things that I saw okay. that one. And these were on Shop Disney, the ones I'm going to talk about after. But cool. tell us what you got. Sure, yeah. So I did. Um, I've done three different Spirit Halloween purchases. First one was when the website stuff went up on the website a couple days later to the Spirit Halloween. And then I went this weekend with my wife, who was being very encouraging of uh, me buying a bunch of stuff. And she actually bought it. <laughs> so, um, and right now, the Spirit Halloween website has, I'd say, 90, 80, 90% of everything you can get in the store is online right now. And they have $50. If you do $50 and up, it's free shipping. So if you're looking for uh, like some of those the cool things, most of them are on the w- website, and some of them stuff on the website I didn't even see in the store. So check out the Spirit Halloween website. Fifty dollars free shipping. Um, that'll be probably an easier way to get some of this stuff. If you, especially if you're planning on spending over two hundred dollars uh, or whatever, like I did. So oh, it's easy. <laughs> It's oh, it's so yeah. easy. So it's the, so easy. <laughs> the stuff I ordered online. So I ordered the um, the haunted mansion plaque. That one I wanted last year, and they I just couldn't find it anywhere. I saw it online. I was like, gotta have it. Twenty bucks. It's a great size. It's it's small. It's probably like mm, ten to twelve inches tall. Um, at the tallest, it's a you know wall hanger plaque thing but it looks just like the haunted mansion plaque great detail it's what it's exactly what you want if they only sold that i would be so happy and grab that and like great this is the haunted mansion thing that everybody wants the plaque it's so iconic i also ordered uh singing bust magnets i have affinity for singing bust we talked about that on the last episode i like uh, uncle theodore favorite singing bust all so gotta have those singing busts and then I also ordered for my wife the Funko uh, Sanderson Sisters singing I Put a Spell on You nice. little oh, set nice. thing. It's like a whole dealio, whatever. So those are the things I ordered online. Had to get that $50 free shipping. Um, 
Then my next round, I got this cool mug. So this is a um, Madame Leota mug. Oh, that cup. is super cool. Yeah, so it's uh, you know kind of shaped like a fish bowl or her you know little globe thing, cool fancy handle. But then the then it's clear glass, and then the part that you put liquid in is her head. And the, the liquid then will fill out the, you know, her face and everything. So it looks it looks like it's floating in there. This cup's pretty cool. I'm very happy with it. It was the literal only one they had at Spirit Halloween. And I was there on, like, the third day that they were open. So I think they only got one of these. Oh, and I got ugh, probably the coolest thing they're selling this oh, year, which I is need. the bat stanchion yes. um, <laughs> wall hanger. Um, I was talking to Melissa about this earlier. I really like how it's very accurate and they have the holes that would be for the chain that are in the mansion, but it's to hang it from the wall with, but it's just accurate. It's, you know, it's smaller than the one that's in the mansion by, you know, it's probably half size or so, (laughs) but it's, it's a very good replica and it was, let's see how much, 25 bucks. I think that's a great price. You know, if they sold something like this at Disneyland, it would be $50. Um, yes. At like least. $200. Like, yeah, $200 oh, maybe. Yes. So, yeah it's, yeah. yeah. it's great. Sorry, I'm looking around. I got piles of things. I tried to organize them. I got lots of stuff. Um, right behind I got you? the well no those are my, that's my third list my third oh. purchase I'm going in order of purchases <laughs> the other thing I got was the it's a doormat the hold on let me grab it it's on the floor our tour begins here in the Ravenscroft font um, and it's got the famous wallpaper plus some other little fleur de lis I'm trying to hold this and also talk into the microphone um, so yeah this is cool this will not be going outside it will probably the indoor yep. <laughs> mat um <laughs> that was sold out the second time i went to uh spirit halloween so that was uh, look i guess a high priority item i don't know um and then the last trip most recent trip got this cool silhouette dealio of the hitchhiking ghosts with the haunted mansion gates um That's wood cool. and metal it says beware of hitchhiking ghosts engraved in the wood very cool lightweight i think this one yeah mr Bustman. i don't know what to call him i'm sure he's got a name somewhere in some lore but it's those the the fall the busts that follow you at the end of the hallway it's a like bust of that fella nice um, very cool resin it ju- on the bottom it just says statue <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no description <laughs> the disney haunted mansion statue hm bust statue uh, $40. This one was one that I was telling my wife, well, you know, I don't know if I need it. It's kind of big. Da, 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 da. And I put it down and then she grabbed it and put it in the car. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess we're getting that. Um, <laughs> and That's the last funny. thing of mansion stuff I got was the gargoyle candelabras. That's on my candle list, holder. Yeah. These are thirty four ninety nine. Again, resin, you know, very high quality. The sculpt is very nice. Comes with spots to put your own candles in or glue a plate to, as Melissa may want to do at some point. Yep. Uh, to put a cake on top. <laughs> Whatever you want to do with them, it's oh, what a it's great. great. It's because I'll tell you after. <laughs> I think that was everything that we got at Spirit. For now, um, like we're talking <laughs> about Lowe's, I have not 
the lows near me hasn't put anything out yet so we'll see how much money i spend at lows when that stuff comes available um or if i decide to uh go on spirit's website and order some more things right uh, like everyone should do yay for klarna on there too you know what (laughs) free uh free shipping 50 bucks easy peasy i love it so sorry everybody that is just listening to this podcast that did not get to uh see all the fun stuff i had maybe i'll I'll at least post some pictures of the hall on discord or something or i don't know what yeah i was gonna gonna say you should take a picture and put them on discord yeah, I'm gonna make him like a little like like in Toy Story where he puts all the all the toys together. I'll put all my yes. haunted mansion stuff together. Yeah. I also got yes. my haunted mansion uh, Lego set, but that was not did not come from uh, Spirit Halloween. I've been on the website and there's like five things that I really want to get this year. One mm-hmm. is the mansion sign because even like Good. last year I wanted it too, and it was sold out. The mm-hmm. candle holder, the gargoyle, is also mm-hmm. one that I want. The bat stanchion, yep, definitely yep, yep. want it. The last thing I need is any more cups and any more mugs. But damn it, if I don't want the hitchhiker ghost uh, coffee mug that they have, like that rough, sketchy-looky thing that they have, it's super cool. I like, I love that mug. And then the other one that they have is this stemless egg-looking glass with like just all these decorations from the mansion it looks mm-hmm. so cool like i love that cup oh yeah and it's i'm a telling you, wine glass yeah yeah i don't need any more cups or mugs but damn it if i don't want these it's just like covered in madame leota in like different patterns like she's like three different it's like their own new wallpaper with just leotas and there's the and bus, the, the, the the gargoyle gargoyle yeah I just love it there's I, a there's a ravens this is I didn't yeah I haven't even looked at this this is cool but yeah I agree I don't know if I need more cups also on here on the website there's a couple little trinket boxes those were also really like good quality these little um, like coffin trinket box and oh really um, yeah and uh, the Oh, it's a trinket box, a coffin trinket box, and then there's a Haunted Mansion coasters, where but that comes in like a really solid box that uh, oh. they have that at the store as well. The Victor Guy statue, I think, is cheaper. It's almost like $50 cheaper than it was last year, isn't it? It's – I don't remember, but I know that was when we were – after Halloween, we were looking on Spirit's website, and that was still there, and it was on clearance. Maybe they got some leftovers and they put it back up to a somewhat full price. Who knows? But it's, uh, yeah, it's $90. But, Melissa, I remember you talking about it last year. The one that they were selling somewhere else was was way more expensive and less detailed, if I remember correctly. This one lights up and does all kinds of cool stuff. It yeah, was, some, was, you know, it was a year ago. I think ago. that was at the parks, too. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Like, it was a... Uh... Yeah, it was the one at the park. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, I remember it was at the parks. And I was just like, dang, Spirit Halloween's coming in with some good stuff and good coming, prices. <laughs> coming in clutch, Spirit Halloween. Right? Right. <laughs> I don't know, kids say stuff. I don't know. Especially with monthly <laughs> payments. And they have a 20%. I mean, we're not sponsored. We're not. We're just fangirling right now. Boing. Whatever. It's Haunted Mansion, girl. You know I'm fangirling. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. Ah! Yeah, they did. 
So with the 20% off coupon, here's the thing, though. You can't use the 20% off and the free shipping at the same time, which is annoying. I tried to do that. Can I use the 20% off and do a local curbside pickup? I didn't see a way to do local pickup. Damn it. So that... The other thing that I think is cool that's on the website here that I that wasn't in the store is this table runner. It oh, has the table the, runner looks dope, dude. The, so the table mm-hmm. runner has, you know, it has a, looks like a similar pattern to what's on the cup with the Le- Leota and the bust and stuff, but the ends are the the top of the door, and it kind of looks like a face with a little mustache kind of thing. It's like, yeah. it's like a metal carved out thing on the top of some of the doors in the mansion in the hallway. That's the ends of the uh, this table runner, and I think it's very cool. I just like that shape. Why can't I think of that name of that stupid thing? Transom. That's what it's called. It's a transom. Everybody, I figured it out. Thank you for Yay. going through this journey with me. <laughs> it's called a transom. Thank you so much. Ah, uh, so many good things. You know, I have Steph, to admit that all. I want to twice. <laughs> that way I can keep one sealed. <laughs> you know, I was actually searching through Shop Disney this last week because it came to my attention that for my birthday last year, uh, some of my coworkers got together and they got me a gift card. Now, it's just a Disney gift card. I can use it in the parks. I can use it anywhere. You know, a Disney gift card is accepted. But I figured, you know what? There's some Haunted Mansion stuff that I remember seeing on Shop Disney that hopefully will still be there. So I went on there, uh, looked around. They have some okay T-shirts. Either way, I can't really get any T-shirts from ShopDisney.com because they don't make them in size. Damn! And so I, I was searching through some of the other stuff. And I came upon a Hatbox Ghost light-up ornament so right right out the gate i'm all like okay they're swinging here they already have half of my gift card here i added it to my cart and i thought wow this is gonna be super cool and then i happened to see that they had another one there's like a hitchhiking ghost inside of the doom buggy they have one with the the black widow bride don't think i'll be picking that one up but i want to get the the one in the doom buggy and then As I was looking around, something really interesting popped up. You know how recently we were talking about our favorite mansion memories? Mm -hmm. And during that conversation, we were talking about how there, you know, for a long time, people didn't know who Master Gracie was. They thought he was the ghost host. And, you know, we thought it was like the hatchet man. And so there was all this speculation. I think Disney Mm -hmm. just confirmed it because on shopdisney.com, we posted this on Discord, by the way. There is an ornament that says Master Gracie Sketchbook Ornament, the Haunted Mansion. And wouldn't you know it, in front of the gates of the mansion is good old Hatchet Man himself. Right? You show that and it's like, well, that's confirmation. Mm-hmm. Unless Gracie. someone forgot or something. But that is confirmation. We've talked about it before. And Imagineers will... will deny 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 and and say that so marketing has their own haunted mansion story and imagineering has their own haunted mansion story so it's just basically what you choose to believe and Mm -hmm. and whatever so that's um you know i i just like to always bring that up because people will i'll see imagineers get asked questions tony baxter whoever bob you know anybody all the bobs 
all Bob Kerr, Bob anybody. I don't know. There's probably some Bobs. But anyway, um, they will get asked about it, and, and basically it's this – the mansion has a, you know, this kind of story, and none of these names actually are there, da-da-da-da-da, and uh, – you know, all this is just merchandise people. But I don't want to pop anybody's happy balloon um, because it's still very cool to to know all this stuff and think about it. And also this ornament is very cool. I love it. It is. I love it. I think it – I mean, there's a lot that I really want to get. But of all of them, I'm probably going to end up getting the Light Up Hatbox Ghost uh, and the Master Gracie one. It's very – it's really cool. Like, and where do you see – merchandise of hatchet man slash master gracie anywhere anyway like if that's something that's that's a really like niche thing that that i might even pick up because it's 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 really cool yeah and it's got the gates and the gates are i always i like the haunted mansion like the columns with the with the signs on them that's it's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite like looking things so right there very cool All right, anyway, it is time to move on. Before we continue, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast for your godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes possible. If you want more information on how you can join the FGP Squad family, you can head on over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more info. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a little bit of info about what the FGP Squad is all about, and a link to our Patreon. Uh, If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us over on Discord. You can send us a message on Instagram. We'll be happy to help you out. Uh, but joining the SGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like discounts on Podcateers gear, first dibs at any new Podcateers gear that we release. You get random gifts in the mail. You get access to our happy hour calls, access to uh, stuff on Patreon, additional content like the Podcateers after show and more. So if you have any uh, questions, again, please feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to help you out. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, Hey, I wanted to ask you a question about Bob Chapek. Sure. Uh, You know, we got the news this last week that Disney surpassed Netflix and that, you know, Disney Plus is doing really well. Uh, I believe that when Bob Chapek sat down with CNBC, he did actually talk a little bit about the numbers and how many more subscriptions they had, how many, you know, how it was expanding to the markets and everything. But, you know, after during the investor call and during this call uh, and during this interview on CNBC, he was talking a lot about the parks. He was talking about uh, magic keys, and he was talking about all things Disney, right? That's what an investor call is. But then he used a phrase that apparently lit the internet on fire. <laughs> and he talked about how guests at Disneyland are unfavorable. And I... I, I want to say that I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact quote. Andrew, do you remember it the exact was, quote that was used? Yes. <clears throat> the attendance at Disneyland was an unfavorable mix. So they were uh, some is something close to that where they're talking about um, the mix of, uh, of day ticket holders versus annual pass holders. I'm assuming 
compared to what the thing is at Walt Disney World. That's how I took it anyway. Walt Disney World, very heavy on the uh, vacationer, out-of-towner, uh, compared to annual pass holder where Disneyland, historically, since passes have existed, has been a locals park, with annual passes being the majority of uh, uh, you know people in the park. And then day ticket holders or multi-day ticket holders are less, so... The mix compared to Walt Disney World, very, very skewed uh, to the annual pass holder side of Disneyland. Yep, yep. So with that said, I mean, obviously, I want to have a conversation about this and how it made you feel. And, you know, any of you listening, we'd love to know how you felt. You can either join the conversation over on Instagram uh, or on our Discord server if you haven't yet joined us. Um, Mel kick us off here how did it make you feel what did it make you think of how is your future as a pass holder you know going to be determined going forward like does this make you want to buy a pass again or where are you on that um well i got to read it a little bit and it just made you say (laughs) phooey (laughs) and i i say that when when i'm laughing too because it's it's you could get really upset and sure it's it hurts i i think it's more of a hurt because yeah disneyland has been known forever for decades as locals like it's locals park and that's because it's just been it's we don't have what florida has we just don't so it kind of hurts to hear that it's when you're using that those words to describe those of us who've tried to go to the park and try to enjoy it um we're the ones who've been you know there at every special occasion we were we were there to buy every single new thing um i could say we were there at times where in bad weather we were there (laughs) still buying stuff so it's kind of like well geez you know some of us had had passes for like i said more than a decade and it's like you sir knew that this is like i said a park that locals will frequent so if you're upset about how it's not a good mix you're kind of forgetting this is this is Anaheim. This isn't Florida. I mean, or Orlando. You know, it's just not. It's two different separate machines that are going to produce two separate things. It's not the same thing. So I feel, I feel for everyone who's upset. You know, most likely that is going to be us who's had passes, us who's bought, you know, magic keys. And some of us don't feel like those magic keys have been magical at all. Um, so you asked about how, you know, renewals are, renewals are coming up soon. Um, I'm not renewing. I'm not, but there's for a lot of reasons. It just doesn't work with me. The reservations does, it just doesn't. It works for others and that's fantastic, but... For the time being and where I'm where I'm at 
busy wise, you know, what I have going on behind the scenes, it's not going to work out. So to hear this is kind of like, yeah, I wouldn't want to come back for a while until things like calm down and it isn't all about profits and shareholders and not those who actually go in to experience the magic kind of stinks. And it's like, yeah. well, fooies. And that's why I say it because PG, let's just keep it PG. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I'm trying. I totally understand how you feel, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew, how did it make you feel? Where Where do you stand on all this? Yeah, so I... I We've kind of talked about it before. Um, I, you know, we and through texts and stuff like that. I, my feeling on it is, you know, this was on an earnings call and they're using financial speak. And I, I really, really don't think that Chapek was intending to slander annual pass holders or or anybody uh, for being pass holders and and stuff like that. I think it was you know, a finan- financial terms and, f- you know, dotty, dotty, dot. Now, do I think there could have been a better way to have said it? Yeah, probably, because he should know that if you his words are are heard by many a people and they're, you know, there's all these outlets reporting on them and passes are such a uh divisive uh thing right now where where people are curious people are upset people are you know uh you know we just want to know what's going on with passes that you mention anything about passes they're gravitating right towards that me included um so i i do believe that it, the the term you know unfavorable mix is is more of a financial term where if if we would have had more day ticket people than than uh, annual pass holders here at Disneyland, it would have had been more profits for the Walt Disney Company, even though they are in record profits over every uh, in every department. They should be happy with how much money they've been making. And, you know, also the stuff that was in there talking about how spending is up because of uh, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane and all that fun stuff. So it looks like Genie Plus is here to stay if it keeps making them money. But it, it doesn't turn me off as long as the past thing is figured out. Because if, you know, renewals don't happen... And things start, you know, they just lapse everybody, then it's kind of going to leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. And if they, for some reason, I, I doubt this would happen, but if they cancel the now Magic Key program or any kind of past program, then there's going to be a lot of people that are turned away from Disney by them doing that. All, all you know, all of these locals, these. In theory, before the pandemic, the the rumor was a million people had annual passes. If if you if you anger those million people that would in theory come to your park, you, Disneyland is not sustained by day ticket people. And if you make all those pass holders angry, your profit's gonna go way down, buddy boy. So um, that's that's kind of my thinking as to. Why I don't think 
passes are going to be going away. They do have to appease the locals and the pass holders because of, in theory, how many people are using annual passes or magic keys, I should say. So that that's my whole whole viewpoint on it. I hope I'm right. I've not been uh, right most of the time when I speculate on a lot of this stuff, but you know, sometime, every once in a while, I I, I get one. I also uh, try and hope for the best in both situations. So, um, ah, no way. They'll never get rid of annual passes and do this thing. Look where that stuck me. Ah, reservations. That'll never happen. So, um, yeah, go back on some past episodes and see how wrong I've been. Um, but that's that's my whole stance on it. Uh, hopefully, you know, I don't think magic keys are going to be going away. Who knows if they're going to be retooling them. Uh, does it feel good to be called, uh, uh, unfavorable? No, but I, I do kind of see where in theory that, that word is relating to. So I, I kind of don't take it personally, but I do believe that there was a, probably an easier way to put that sentence than what he did. So that's, that, that's my, uh, my long two cents. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you both make really great points. I've been trying to process everything that was said, and I've had conversations with people about how they're feeling about it, and, you know, we've talked about it via text, and now, you know, we're talking about it now. And I, I tried to do something that I don't know if anybody else has tried to do. I tried to put myself in Bob Chapek's place. Like, what's Bob Chapek feeling? Thinking back on it, for starters, every CEO that the Disney company has had has had their flaws. Every one of them. Every one mm. of them has done really yeah. great things for the company, and all of them have done some pretty bad things for the company as well. And that includes Bob Iger. And I'm a huge Bob Iger oh, yeah. fan. And, but even Bob Iger has made some decisions that left me thinking, like, seriously? Like, this is what? And... You know, there's like there's been a lot of ebbs and flows when it comes to how the Disney company has been run. You know, we've seen what's happened in the past when there wasn't anybody creative at the helm. We've seen what happens when somebody super creative takes over at the helm. You know, we saw it back when, you know, when Eisner took over as well. We saw those types of changes. We're always going to be in a situation where the Disney company is one or the other. With Bob Iger... I think most people were inclined to not necessarily pay attention to the stuff that was bad because there was so much they considered good. So as long as they felt like they were still getting something good, okay, yeah, prices are higher, but look, we got Marvel. You know, prices are higher, but look, we got Fox. We're getting X-Men. We're getting this. We're getting that. And so I think... With so many changes, if you think about the legacy that Bob Iger left behind, it's got to be tough for a Bob Chapek to come in and think, how am I going to shake things up after a pandemic and leave my mark on the Disney company as a successful CEO? And to us, as the annual pass holders, we're looking at this from a, from a me standpoint right he's mm -hmm. not he's a numbers dude 
he's a numbers yep. guy. So he's yeah. thinking, you know, in every interview that he that he gives, he's always talking about his shareholders and he's always talking about the best thing for his shareholders. He's not shy about literally telling you I am all about the money. Okay, he never shies away from that. As a matter of fact, when he sat down with CNBC after the earnings call, <laughs> I I kind of kept laughing every time he used the word bullish because they're bullish <laughs> about yeah. what they're doing. They're bullish about this. I'm like, all right, dude, relax. We get it. You're bullish about it. <laughs> right. But like, even in that interview, he 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 told you what his plan is. He said, look, we're raising the price on Disney Plus. And it's coming at a time where people are terming out of their D23 contract, the original contract that came at a discount. We got a really great price when it first launched. People are terming out of that. And now it's time to pay a higher price. We're not getting grandfathered in. We're going to end up paying a higher price. What's going to happen? A lot of us are going to continue paying for it because we love the service, we love the content, and we want to continue using it. And most of us, you know, I've been through this with Hulu before. I hated the ads. So it was in my best mm -hmm. interest to pay the extra three or four bucks to get it without ads. And, and look, Bob Chapek's contract just got renewed for another three years. So buckle up, folks, because you're in for another three years <laughs> of this at least, okay? And if the company continues to do well, you know, there was like a 6.3, 6.4% increase in the stock after the earnings call because of all the news that Bob Chapek gave. As long as those numbers keep going up, they might keep renewing his contract. You know, he's making them money. That's what they want. And in that interview with CNBC, he essentially said, look, the parks might be in for another price hike. And we're thinking, well, wait a second, every year you've raised the prices. But what was key in what he said was, as long as the demand is there, again, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, yeah. if the demand is there, we're going to raise the price. Essentially, clearly telling us, as long as you keep paying for it, we're going to keep raising the price. We don't care. Exactly. You know, yeah. and that's the thing that. You know, there's a lot of complaints. There's a lot of, you know, people that say the price is too high. And I get it. You know, if you're just buying one single pass for you, you know, so you can go Instagram your heart out. Cool. But, you know, once you have a family of four, a family of five, you know, that gets super expensive if you want to get passes for everyone. I'm stuck in this weird place of I want to be able to go to the parks. But the days that I feel like I'm feeling okay and that I, I can go walk for two or three hours, because that was a thing, right? Anytime before with my regular pass, if I just wanted to go have dinner at Plaza Inn or if I wanted to just go walk around a couple of attractions, I wouldn't go for the entire day. I would go for two or three hours, mm -hmm. you know, clear my head. I right. would come back home. And I can't do that anymore. Exactly. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So... I don't know. It's a really tough situation. You know, Bob, like I said, Bob Chapek wants to make his own legacy. He wants to be like, I feel like he's really pushing through. He's being bullish, right? Because he wants <laughs> to be the guy that, you know, made the Disney company tons of money after the pandemic, after they were shut down for two years and they couldn't this and they couldn't that. And, you know, he brought back all the money. But at like at what expense? Exactly. You know, 
cast member morale from the things we hear is down. You know, I don't work there firsthand, so I can't vouch for it. I can only tell you what I hear and what I read and, you know, the messages people pass on to us. You know, on top of that, like you said, Andrew, Disneyland is a locals park. It's an annual pass holder park. What if you tally up what all of these annual pass holders were spending on a yearly basis? 100% agree. There's so many articles out there that say, well, pass holders generally spend less than da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, not the ones I know. No. Not me. I go... And I eat every meal on property. I buy merchandise. I, I, you know, I get f- five dollar cokes and five fifty churros and chimichangas and whatever. I spend so much money there when I'm there. I, I, I don't. I really highly doubt that a, most annual pass holders spend less. Maybe they spend less in a per day average, but if you if you averaged out, you know, everything with, you know, with the over the year, blah, blah, blah stuff like you're talking about, it's got to be, you know, people are spending the money. Absolutely. They got to have yep. that door whip, Dole Whip. They got to have a Mickey premium bar. You know, it's I'm sure there are some families that, yeah, we have the annual pass hold the basses and then we bring uh, sandwiches to eat and da da da. There are people that exist like that, but especially younger, you know, couples or people with no kids and whatever, they're spending all their money. I know I do. Like I don't have kids. I'd gladly spend my money there if it was easy to get there and I didn't feel like I was getting, you know, ripped off every time the pass prices you know, change or, you know, feel like I'm, I'm valued as a, as a customer, even ignoring the unfair mix or whatever it was, undesirable mix. It does feel like, well, we have to deal with these pass holders. They were there. I don't know if we really like them, but we got to do something with them. So here's, here's some kind of pass. That's, that's kind of what it feels like is, is an afterthought where Walt Disney World is kind of expanding their annual pass program. They're adding stuff to their, their passes, adding dates, adding whatever, all kinds of weird stuff. And it just makes you think back to the, remember, was it 2018, 2019? They're like, hey, annual pass holders, here's a free month. You're getting 13 months of an annual pass this year mm-hmm. as opposed to 12. You know what? Yeah. Why don't we just do that for you? And that was nice. And AP days and and yeah, previews and da-da-da-da-da and who, all this stuff that, you know, you felt like even if it wasn't didn't cost them much money or whatever, they felt like they cared about the annual recognized. pass holders. Yeah. There was an annual pass holder Twitter thing or like Disneyland Today, like the Twitter thing and all, all that stuff, you know, 20, 20, what? 14 to 2019 was the golden years of of, yeah. uh, of annual pass holders, and it was really like building, and it really felt like a community and a and a like the company wanted pass holders, and the company, even though it seemed like you know you could still be like there's crowded, we got to figure out a way to deal with pass holders. I'm sure we've talked people have talked ad nauseum about how to deal with the crowding and da 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 da. But at least from a, you know, a PR perspective, it seemed like they cared about pass holders and wanted pass holders to be happy. Yeah. Now, and and in the days now, it feels like 
yeah, you freaking pass holders. Like, yeah, you get your pass, you know. You better have to pony up for Genie Plus or you're going to have to wait in the line. And hopefully you don't, hopefully you got an app and uh, da, 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 da. That's, it's, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to make jokes, <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a different climate and it, yeah. it's just, it's a whole different air about it uh, just in a few years difference. Yeah. It's really tough. I mean, you you touched on so many things that I've thought about over the last several years, you know, and and like you said, the best thing we can do is try to joke about it. Right. We remember the Disney of old, but then it makes you mad. And then so you you don't know where you stand on the whole thing. And, you know, I keep hearing people say, well, Disney's all about the money now. It's like, no, Disney's always been about the money. It just wasn't as apparent as it is now. You know? it was, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> as blatant. It wasn't as blatant. Yeah, they just did a better but job. Remember, of thanks Shanghai yeah. and all this stuff. Like with the the money thing, but it was it was always there was a cheap little thing to uh, make you feel good about whatever. Yeah, they raised the passes, but here's a free magnet. Here's some free sunglasses yeah. or whatever. Here's a free month of annual pass. Whatever it was. It was a little, they threw you a little bone where now it's, it's just seems like, oh, here's another fee and here's another fee for you. How about another fee? Yeah. It's crazy, man, how just the experience is just different. I mean, and a lot of it is like, like features that you could totally do without and the day would still be okay. Like you could, you don't have yes. to get Genie Plus, oh, yeah. you don't have to get Lightning Lane and it's the good old days of standing in line. But look, I'm I've fallen into that trap too. I've been very vocal about saying that if I'm gonna like I my tolerance for standing in line has reached epic levels of hell no. Right? So mm-hmm. if I'm gonna stand in a one hour line or pay twenty dollars to spend fifteen minutes in it, yeah, I'm gonna spend twenty bucks. You know? And yeah. that's what they're banking yeah. on. That that's what they want. So <clears throat> is there is there a way out of this? Not anything we can do uh, outside of just not going anymore. And that's not going to happen because there's always going to be people that go. Yeah, it'd have to be like a, a mass exodus of millions of people. Be like, right. we're not doing this right. anymore. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. So uh, are we ever going to get to the Disneyland of 2018 and, and beyond that in the past? I hope so. I really do. I mean, I'm hopeful that at some point they're going to find some happy middle for all of this and they're going to ha- find a happy middle for the passes and that they'll figure out the reservation system so that it functions a little bit better than it currently does. I hope that they find a way to allow some kind of spontaneity. We paid for, I don't even know what it's called anymore, the highest price key, the Imagine key, the Dream key, right? Dream mm-hmm. Dream like tree, we paid yeah. for the dream key, you know, because we wanted to have all days available and everything. I've gone yep, 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 freaking twice. You know, that's that's yeah. the most expensive cruise I've ever been on without stepping on the ship. Me too. Same. Same. That's. I mean, we've we've ta- I think we've mentioned it before. I've mentioned it before. It seems like this program was was slapdash together. And they're like, okay, here's the thing. Everybody's going to love it. Whatever. Here we go. We made it during COVID. Uh, here you go. And, you know, granted, this program probably would have existed at some point in the future if COVID never happened. But it would have probably 
gone over five or so years of them slowly okay here was when they had the flex pass and then mm. expanding the flex pass program and da 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 oh genie plus and this and that and the other thing would have uh you know it would have been a slow rollout it would have been easier to to accept these things and to work out all these kinks that that seem to just be you know Full of you know this whole thing is full of kinks and everybody's confused because everybody's used to how it was before. So I agree. This happy me- happy medium has to be there, and you know it's it's an unfortunate situation that they got themselves into by just introducing a whole new program that was not probably vetted enough uh, before implementing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. Right now. The magic key system, it's in this weird state where nobody knows if it's going to get renewed. Nobody knows how the renewal is going to work. This just in on the Podcateers News Network. We're getting word from our sources that the magic key program is indeed going to be renewed with information coming out this week. With renewals happening as early as August 18th, 2022. Andrew, tell us a little bit about what you're hearing when it comes to the Magic Key Renewal Program. Hey, Hazen, I'm here in the Podcateers News Chopper. <laughs> Over the... the <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. I, it, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yes, magic keys are back, my friends. Um, yes, okay, so what we're hearing is uh, the dream is dead. Uh, your dream keys can no longer, are no longer, no longer existing. I can't talk. I'm too silly now. Um, yeah, so dream key's gone. We are now getting a inspire key taking its place. Um, it is a similar layout to... Uh, the, when we had annual passes, the second lowest tier, whatever that was. Signature? Premium minus or whatever. Yeah, signature, not signature plus. Mm -hmm. Last two weeks, blocked out, but renewals are happening starting the 18th, which is the day after this episode releases. So if you've been looking to renew your pass, there is a, you know, way to renew that now. It looks like there is a 30-day renewal window, I believe, with annual passes before it was up to 90 days at one point where you could start renewing. Mm -hmm. Um, So if your pass expires September 18th, you can, you know, or earlier than that, you can start uh, renewing early as uh, this Thursday. The prices have gone up anywhere from $100 to $200 per pass. So imagine went up. I'm looking at two two price breakdowns here. Okay, so fifty to two hundred dollars. So imagine key the lowest tier went up fifty, the enchant key uh, went up fifty, the believe key went up a hundred and fifty, and the inspire key, formerly the dream key, went up two hundred dollars. It is now fifteen ninety nine or a low low price of one hundred and thirty three twenty five a month on monthly payments. Monthly payments are still around. I know we were just talking about monthly payments and maybe something weird's going to be happening with that. But it looks like monthly payments are here to stay. Um, and they have thrown us a bone 
um, a couple little perks uh, to maybe ease some of our, our pain, our our upset uh, spirits. I don't know what to call it, but our feelings. They, yeah, our feelings. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're trying to, to, yeah, make everybody a little less upset because like we were talking about, no respect for the annual pass holders feels like it's a it's a afterthought. But anyway, uh, the uh, Inspire key and the Believe key will come with uh, PhotoPass downloads and twenty um, percent off uh, Genie Plus. That is for all all passes will have twenty percent off Genie Plus. Um, and the Imagine Key is now getting 25% off uh, parking as well. Uh, the Imagine and Enchant Key, are, they've added 25% off parking, which those had no parking discounts before. And I believe the Believe Key had a 50% off uh, parking. So that seems to be most of the changes. The price hikes um, throwing us a little something, at least, uh, as opposed to, you know, Besides taking away the last two weeks in that Imagine Key, at least they added some benefits to this uh, the key program. It's nothing like we were used to, but it's something, I guess. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, you know, the parking is one of the most surprising changes. Uh, so the Inspire Key does include parking, but it excludes blackout dates. So if you planned on going to downtown Disney or anything like that, you cannot park for free even if you have the the new Inspire key. Mm -hmm. The Belief key will give you a 50% discount on parking. So, you know, you're still paying for it. It's not horrible. And that's unchanged. That was was always the case. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's we already knew that was happening. Now, the Enchant and Imagine key, they're getting 25% off parking at the Toy Story lot. Oh, yes. I had this very small. Only Toy Story parking, which where yeah. I park. That's where I park anyway. It doesn't matter. I like to park at Toy Story anyway. So. Yeah. So if you park anywhere else, you're parking for full price. Yeah. Which is an interesting change that we hadn't seen in previous versions of any of the passes. So park reservations, the breakdown is pretty similar to what we had before uh the inspire key is going to allow you to have six reservations believe six as well enchant four and imagine two the blackout dates are interesting i mean it's not a big deal for the last two weeks of december because as a signature pass holder Mm -hmm. i was used to that already like i made a big deal out of it and i vlogged that day because that was my last day playing pokemon in the park so yeah it was something i was already used to so that's that's kind of a whatever change to me. The fact that they re-added PhotoPass downloads is a good change, you know, yes. considering they were charging for that, the fact that it's included. 20% off Genie Plus. This one, I'm not exactly sure how to feel about, to be honest with you, because I know that they talked a lot about, you know, we're making a lot of money with Genie Plus and with Lightning Lane and all that stuff during the investor call. And then they talked about it when they did the CNBC interview with Bob Chapek. But like to me, this looks like the numbers weren't where they wanted them to be. So by including it with this one, on top of the fact that they're already charging you an additional two hundred dollars, it seems like you're getting this amazing deal for 20 percent off Genie Plus. But that's what I don't four dollars. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they've really fully figured out how to get Genie Plus to function efficiently 
for that many people. And I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the experience that I keep hearing, uh, uh, like the horror stories of Genie Plus, you know, maybe I'm just looking in the wrong places. <laughs> right. The funniest thing. Um, so I'm reading, you know, what they're giving, you know, renewals, what they're giving those passes. Didn't I call that they were going to try to do something and give you a discount for a Genie Plus? On an attraction? Somebody, somebody did something. I, I remember talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Giving a discount to incentivize people. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, it, kind of, it kind of blew my mind. I'm like, okay. So they're doing it. I got to make up funds, I guess. I mean, it's a business. It's the hardest thing to, to accept. But I guess they're going to do it one way or another. Um, yeah. I didn't expect it to be this soon. I really didn't. I think that that's what it, it like what you're saying, Hazen. It I think it shows that annual pass holder reception to Genie Plus at Disneyland may be lower than expected, and they're yeah. trying to get people used to it. And so they're like, "Aha! This is what we'll do. We'll give them a discount, and maybe that'll uh, get them in there." I have a feeling that's what it. I mean, every decision they're doing here is is based off of money, mm-hmm. and so yeah. if they're not going to you know think they're going to make money in the long run with this then they're not going to do it so it's there's a there's a reason it's probably because they they don't think enough annual pass holders are purchasing genie plus lightning lane etc etc or you know maybe they're just buying the lightning lane only like they're doing rise they're spending the 20 dollars for rise or whatever and then you know that's it yeah make it do with the rest for the the day yeah, I mean, I, I remember when we used to talk about the old passes that we had. and Back in the day. Back, back in the, in the day. day. Remember <laughs> when we had an annual pass? Remember there was there was one particular person that he, that was trying to go to the park every single day, and he had this, like, streak of days yeah. that he was going, right? And he wasn't the only mm-hmm. person. There was plenty of people that were trying to absolutely max out the days that they could on the pass, whether right. they went an entire day or whether they went for an hour just to take a picture, say that they were there and whatever the case is. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's say at thirteen hundred dollars. OK, three hundred and sixty five days. That was a four dollar a day pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sure that at some point Disney took a look at that and said, that's far from the $130 we could be charging this person daily. Yeah. And so that's where I think a lot of this came from. The abuse that they felt people were doing to the passes to be in the park that many days. And because there were so many pass members, they felt that, you know, the 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 day pass holders weren't able to get in the park. And in some cases, I will say, I believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. But again, when you take into consideration somebody that's coming for a two-day stay, and yeah, they're paying for the hotel, yeah, they're paying for you know the tickets and you know a, a couple-day pass or a park hop or whatever, you, know, you make a couple thousand dollars off of them. But this $4 a day pass at, at, with the old prices, right? Not even right now. This $4 a day pass, I can tell you that my pass never broke to $4. <laughs> no, you know, because mine either. If I went, uh, again, at $1,300, okay, we went maybe two times a month, maybe three on a really good month, like maybe three on a really good month. So we're talking 24 times a year, 
right? So at 1300, 24 times a year, that's about a $54 a day pass. Okay, mm-hmm. that's per person because yes. we had four passes, so already two hundred bucks. Now, every time that we went, we ate something. On yes. top of that, our kids always left with some kind of merchandise, some kind of toy, some kind of whatever. Like we and so did always Hazen. left the part. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Popcorn puff. I mean, I'm included. <laughs> I'm including myself in that. But one of the, the kids, point is, the third kid. Right. The point is that that two hundred dollar you know, family ticket now became a 300 to $400 family ticket because, you know, 60, $75 on meals at wherever we went to go eat and then a couple of snacks and then a couple of merch pieces. So they were making way more off of us mm-hmm. than what other people were averaging. And that I think was the story for a lot of people. Not everybody that had a pass was going every day. Though that's definitely right. the 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 minority of people going every day. It was probably like ten, like at mm-hmm. the most, ten yeah. people. <laughs> Absolutely. So then, that's why I'm saying that, especially like everything else feels familiar, right? And I'm glad. I'm glad it feels familiar. But at a two hundred dollar increase for the Inspire key, a twenty percent Genie Plus discount almost feels like a slap in the face. Yeah. Like yeah. at two hundred dollars more for the Inspire key, Genie Plus should be freaking free. Exactly. Even like once a Included. month or something like Yeah. Yep. Like like every thirty days it should cycle back and you get a free Genie Plus on the visit. Like and a then credit. you get a twenty percent discount or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I, I get it. I, I understand it's a business. I know that, that they're trying to you know, we talked how about how, you know, Bob Chapek is the money guy. You know, we we talked about what he said in his interview. You know, he's being bullish, you know, (laughs) with these things. But, I mean, overall, none of this seems surprising, you know, except for the fact that the Genie Plus discount should have been more for Inspire, if not free, with that type of increase. Yeah, or like you said, have have a free once a month or free 12 times a year or whatever it is. And, you know, th- then you get used to using Genie Plus and then you go, you know, you go these people that go, you know, every weekend or every other weekend or whenever they can get a reservation, they get used to having Genie Plus. But, oh, it's not free this the second time this month. Ah, we'll get it. Why not? Dudley, dudley, do whatever. And that's, I think, probably an easier way to to ease the people. And I know I said it before. You can't get all your money all at once. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it looks yeah. really bad if you try to get all the money all at once. Take, yeah. You know, you'll get the money. It's going to happen. But, like, do it a little slowly. You know, you're being a little bit like uh, Bob Chapex being like, what's that Iron Man guy that he looks like? Uh, Iron <laughs> oh, the Iron Monger? <laughs> yeah, oh, he's dude. like, oh, 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 I don't know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why he did the weird Santa Claus uh, Tim Allen. Ho, ho, ho. At least well, you can throw Topo Shijo in there. Topo That's good. Shijo, no, 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 don't line. associate him. Don't associate him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe maybe something at the end of, what is that, Iron, at the end of Iron Man will happen to Chapek. I mean, not that he's done anything illegal. But maybe he'll just be like, that man did a thing, and now take him away. And we can only hope. That CNBC (laughs) interview that he did with his newly crowned beard, like, just totally made it look like his villain origin story. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's ready to go, man. We'll call him the bull. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> he's bullish. He's, he's <laughs> bullish. I don't know. I mean, a lot of this we were already expecting. I think there was a lot of talk, obviously. People didn't know if these were going to get renewed. We didn't know where we stood. I didn't know if I was even going to continue being a Magic Key holder because, you know, unlike many people that got their passes on in the launch month or even launch day, we bought them launch day because yeah. I had hardcore FOMO. Like, yeah. And I thought, oh, you know, what did, if yeah. they run out? Like, I totally fell for it, you know? And they did. And I, mean, I they didn't did. think, yeah, <laughs> I didn't think they were going to cut it off. I just think, I just thought it was like, their story to try to get more people to purchase as many as possible. And wouldn't you know what? They actually ran out, which totally surprised me. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, well, I don't feel safe going. You know, a lot of people felt absolutely safe to go several times a week, one several times a month, whatever the case was. And so I waited until March, you yeah. know, for my first right. visit. So I'm kind of on the tail end like th theoretically speaking if it is one year out i should have a magic key or my dream key until march of next year yep and then yeah. i should get 30 days to upgrade to the inspire key you know if it's available but now i run into the problem of they're not selling new ones they're Correct. only allowing renewals and are they going to allocate enough renewals for the people that currently have existing keys? Or are they going to get to the point where they say, well, everyone that had an, uh, like a, an enchant and imagine a believe, yes, you can upgrade to an inspire. And in March of next year, when it comes around, they're going to say, sorry, Jack. We ran out of Inspire keys. You don't know Jack. No, I'm just um, anyway, <laughs> I, I guess, you know, we'll probably find out in the next week or so if people are able to upgrade their key from from a, a lower tier. Uh, we just won't know until Wednesday or Thursday when people start actually doing that. Um, I know you'll be able to downgrade for sure. That that I believe is the case. Um, but I don't know about going the other way. So I think w that that's a waiting game. I know we I don't think we can <laughs> we can't add another stinger into this uh, <laughs> this show. Uh, a we day can add after as many as we want, man. Not, we can the add day as many after as we it's want. released. Yeah, we'll do, we'll re upload. You have to listen again. <laughs> well, I mean, I, where do we stand now with all the stuff that was going on with? You know, the controversy of, you know, the, the lawsuit that was happening, which we thought was going to halt the the renewals or even the ability to get magic keys because of what was happening, which, by the way, being clumped into a lawsuit, like I know I wasn't going all the time. I know that, you know, I was being a lot more careful about being in a crowd, but I didn't want to be clumped into some lawsuit that was like, it's unfair. No, no, I mean, you got what you put into trying to get a day, right? And I mm -hmm. just wasn't actively trying as other people were because I knew that I was trying to be careful for health reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, with all right. that going on, I'm glad that this is happening. I'm glad that they're making the, the keys available again for renewal we have There's information. Still, yeah. Yeah, that's we have, it. We have this. I think over the next week or two, like you said, Andrew, we're going to get 
uh, more of an insight as to how things are going to progress into the program if people can upgrade to the key obviously they're not going to want to cancel it and try to get it if they're not for sale right now they're either exactly. going to have to renew or upgrade if it's allowed and i don't know that just the, the entire program in general has felt less magical does this fix some of the magic I don't know, maybe 5 or 10% if that's what they're giving us in the sense of discounts and stuff. It, it would be a little more if they gave us the stuff and then didn't do a price increase. Like, like that was never going to happen. That was never in a cards. A price increase was, was uh, a, no, a non-price increase was never in the cards. But that would have, I think that would have gone a long way morale-wise if they're yeah. like, all right, you know what? This is the new program. We're still working out the kinks. Same price again. You know, whatever. Here and here's free photo pass. You know, th then yeah. I think I think it would have been uh, we would be you know singing a different tune here yeah, on this would thing be, if yeah. if there was no no price hike and they gave you free photo pass. It, just ignore the twenty percent off Genie Plus. Who cares? But or <laughs> if they included the twenty percent off, you know, but no price increase, then hey, that would have been cool. Like it, I think we would. We would be, you know, a little happier, a little just in a different mood because of, you know, hey, we're they they're kind of seeing that, hey, this program may still have uh, little things to have to be worked on. So they'll they'll keep it as it is. Um, that was never going to happen and it didn't happen. But just imagine a world <laughs> inspire a world where it was, you know, where that <laughs> happened. <laughs> I don't know. Also, uh, w one thing I also did notice is um, the wording on the availability has been slightly updated to say reservation based admission to one or both theme parks most days of the year. Uh, underline most on every single pass subject to availability of park reservations allocated for magic keys passes which is wording that is specifically in uh relation to that lawsuit because the the lawsuit is basically saying there's still spots you know available that right. for us to make reservations but they're for day ticket holders and that's not technically in the wording blah 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 that's what they're mostly fighting over is there's still reservations available but they're only available for day tickets now this says you know specifically availability for park reservations allocated for magic key passes so there's them covering their butts uh you know in plain english it's the first line of the information on the every single key is about reservations and these blockout dates. So uh, uh, just another thing to, to point out that has been uh, slightly updated on these keys. Yeah, that's a really great thing to point out. You know, I got to say that one thing that I really do wish they would add because of so many blockout dates, you know, if you have uh, one of those keys and you have family coming in from out of town or something, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, they want to go be a tourist they want to do something like go to disneyland or something like that yeah and yeah. if you have this type of key and you have to buy a day pass because your family just kind of surprises you they want to do something like this i would have loved to have seen a discount where instead of paying like the full 130 or whatever the pricing happens to be since it's tiered pricing 
you know, you get like 30% off the day pass if you go on a day that you have a block uh, for your for. for yourself. Specifically. Right, for yourself. For yourself. Specifically, yeah. exactly. I think it would have been uh, another really great way for us to feel like we're getting something that isn't completely taking us away from the park experience. Like we can still go. And, you know, when you think about... Uh, like I was talking about earlier, how much it was costing us. If it was like $54 for the day, if we went three times a month or whatever on the passes that we used to have on the signature passes, mm-hmm. you know, to pay 60, 70 bucks for the day is averaging out to about the same, right? Yeah. It's a little bit more, obviously, but if you were only going twice a month before and now you have the opportunity to go at a discount, I think that would have been a really great perk to include as part of the passes this time around. Yeah, so I it's was, another yeah. another line of revenue, but I don't know. It just they they don't seem like they're like I like I look at them and look, I want to make something clear. When my renewal comes up, am I going to renew? There's like a ninety percent chance I'm going to say yes to that. Like there's mm-hmm. a ninety percent mm-hmm. chance I'm still going to renew. Um, but when I look at these, am I as excited as like when the signature pass and everything, even how those incrementally were more expensive? Not really. You know, I, it doesn't feel the same anymore. Like everything feels like it's calculated to the point where every single thing has to make money for them. Like before you yeah. had the little yeah, magic experiences like. here and there. And now every single thing is a pay for play experience. Yep. Uh, the other thing is it's it's feeling a lot like homework. It's it's a lot more work to go to Disneyland than it used to be. Okay, yes. well, I got to make sure I plan the day, you know, six months in advance if I want to go on a weekend. And I got to make sure I have, you know, enough reservations available. And then, okay, then I have to get up and make sure I get to the park early enough and I can buy genie plus and then i have to then okay if i want to buy genie plus and then get lightning lane then i have to do that right in the morning and pay for that and get the thing and because it might sell out and then i have to book the reservation and then oh and then this and that it's just it's it's just probably really overwhelming for people that are not like steeped in it like we are like i still would have a problem doing it because i've not done genie plus yet but just imagine all the people imagine Imagine all the people um, uh, that that are coming Trying for their. To get a pass. <laughs> Do we need some peace? <laughs> <laughs> they all yeah. want the dream key, but people it's say, no longer yeah. around. <laughs> people say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, the the tourists that are coming for their first time to Disneyland, and they're like. Okay, they need to be like sent a like a packet in the mail. <laughs> like, okay, watch this DVD to you know this two-hour instructional video on how to uh, use this app and download this thing and buy this other thing and da 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 da. You would also think that that they would sell these as a bundle for people like at the when they buy their ticket like just like this is a genie plus ticket like it comes genie plus and da 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 and make it simple for people and hey you know what it's already got your lightning lane attached for it for that day and you just have to pick the reservation and do 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 or whatever and you know what that will happen later this year 
when at the D23 Expo, they give us a launch date for Magic Band Plus at the Interesting. We shall see. D23 yeah. coming up. Yeah. But so it's coming, dude. I know exactly what you're saying. What you're describing is a Walt Disney World experience. Oh, well, yeah. I, that's what made me think of it. And that experience is what they want to bring to Disneyland because that's how Bob Chapek sees them. He doesn't see them as the park that Walt built. And the resort that Walt Disney World is as a tourist attraction. He sees them both as just tourist attractions that can make him and the board money. Yeah, he sees yeah. it as yep. a money printing machine. Pretty exactly. much. But exactly. it's, you hear those horror stories of people at Walt Disney World. All right, well, we have to get up at 6 a.m. to make sure that we can buy the you know, Genie Plus for the day and then get our butts to the park and book the this and book the that. You have to do it so everything yeah. so early. It's like, and then the park's open till midnight. You're getting, you know, and you get, then you get back to your hotel. You're going to have four hours of sleep. It, it just doesn't seem like they want people to relax on their vacation. <laughs> like, <No>. Stressful. <laughs> remember when this was supposed to be fun? Right. <laughs> In a nutshell, Ooh. I guess... We're happy, you know, that we are getting something, right? I think we can agree that, you know, although it's not an ideal situation, I guess we can be happy-ish that pleasantly we're getting surprised. Something. Yes, pleasantly Surprise. surprised is a good way to say it, uh, especially considering that, you know, as we were recording this week's episode, we're like, dude, where's the update? When are we going to get information? And then, boom, newsflash happens, right? Yeah, like, like bracing six hours for the Podcateers Network. Eight hours later, there's the news. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we're going to have to toss it back. We can't go into breaking news without going back. And now back to our show, right? So we're going to have to toss right, it back in right. a moment. But, uh, again, pleasantly surprised that we do have something. Is it ideal? No. But uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people on both sides of the spectrum, some that are just going to be like, this is the greatest thing that happened. The price hike is going to keep a bunch of people out of the park. And then there's going to be people that are like, that's pricing us out completely, you know, mm -hmm. and the more that they do this, the more people are getting priced out. So uh, I guess we're going to see over the next several weeks how people are going to take this change. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people that are just upset, cast members, former cast members, that just they don't like the direction that the parks are going right now. But as guests and as fans, we can't do much about it unless, you know, we stop going. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, we'll know, start it, a website like Roy Disney did. <laughs> Let's start you know, a website. Unless, yeah. Unless we stop going, we're not going to change anything because Bob Chapek was very clear in his CNBC interview that as long as the demand is there, these changes are going to keep happening and the prices are going to keep increasing because as long as people keep paying, well, people are paying, you exactly. know, so yeah, that's how capitalism works. Exactly. Because <laughs> I don't see this mass exit is happening. This is just something that we're going to have to deal with for some time. At some point, somebody's going to come in and say, OK, enough is enough, you know, because they're going to listen to the guests a little bit more. Uh, a lot of people are hoping that it's Josh tomorrow, but if you yeah. were hoping for it to be this year or six months from now, remember, Bob Chapek's contract was extended for an additional three years, so we still have that to write. But uh, yeah, uh, 
I think that's a that's a good way to wrap up what we know about the magic key so far. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Well, listen, if you've made it this far, thank you. Uh, I know that a lot of you tune into the podcast because, you know, for the most part, we always try to keep a really upbeat attitude. We try to talk about happy things. We know that there's enough negativity in the world that... You know, we don't have to talk about it here, but... You made it to the end of Grump Fest. Yeah. I mean, we did want to talk about this because, I mean, it affects all of us. Yeah. You know, it is something that we share as pass holders and as Disney lovers and as park goers. And it isn't something that's going to go away. And we're not immune to it. You know, we do understand that everybody feels differently about it. And we understand that everybody's going to handle something like this differently. But we want you to know that if you're frustrated about this, you're not alone. You know, we feel it, too. Definitely. We totally understand. <laughs> we know that if you've been out on Twitter and other social networks, you've probably heard the same. But the one thing that I want to say I hope differentiates what we're doing and what other people like to do is that I, I, I do my best to try to find a positive and to why like if there's anything that I've learned in the last two years is to try to put yourself in a situation where you can empathize with the other side like why is the other side doing this why do they think like that why do they feel like that which is why I mentioned you know what is Bob Chapek going through like maybe he's thinking like what's my legacy going to be does that make me a Chapek sympathizer no Absolutely not. No. I want to be very clear that it doesn't. I think there's a lot of things he's doing that he's bullish, right? He needs, he just <laughs> needs to settle down. Like, relax, bro. Give that right. bull some uh, tranquilizer. Something, dude. Cause chill pill. A beer if it's gonna help. I don't care. Like, <laughs> but something that's gonna bring you know the ride to you know a screeching halt so that everybody can think like, wait a second, maybe it's time to kick the parks into B mode. You know, while we figure out what a mode should look like. You know what? It's 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 such a yeah. Money is great and companies need to make money, but they don't have to make all the money at once. Right. They can make they <laughs> they right. can make right. some of the money in a little increments and you step it up, step it up, step it up. It's like he's he's like got his set eyes set on Apple or something. It's like, okay. Here we go. We're going to be we're going to have more money in the bank than Apple. We're going to have this and that and this and that, because that's the that, you know, that's the the I'm sure what everybody wants to, you know, everybody strives for. We're going to be Apple. We're going to be the next Apple. We're going to have take over, take Apple. That's what I can think, you know, because isn't it like Apple has like five hundred billion dollars in the yeah, bank or something like a, that? It's something stupid. Amount of it's, money. Yeah, it's whatever. So. It's it's kind of like he's got his uh, you know he's got his prize right there there it is Apple we're gonna make all this money we're gonna buy them or something it's gonna take five years and we're gonna you know, squeeze every last dime out of every person that loves Disney remember when <laughs> movies were fun well now you have to pay eighty dollars for a movie and then we'll I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this it's it's crazy I'm trying to be a little bit silly but that that's what it kind of seems like is he's got some goal there's some number 
that is in his head that's yeah i'm getting them to this much money you know i get them to a trillion dollars and then i get a billion dollars and then i can retire and everybody will hate <laughs> me but i'll be in australia or something yep. i no nope. i get it dude i'm right there with you yeah but you know what in all of this i just want to send a shout out to all of the cast members that regardless of what they've gone through regardless of being shouted at by guests, being thrown things in the parks, by being put in uncomfortable situations that they can't control. And a lot of these cast members, regardless of what they're going through, still show up. They still show up for us. They still act like the magic is there and they provide the magic that the park is missing. I've said this over and over. The magic of Disneyland is the cast members. And if the cast members weren't continuing to provide that magic, the park would feel so much different. So I just want to say thank you. I want to send a shout out to all of those cast members that show up every day and continue to provide the magic because Disneyland wouldn't be Disneyland without you. So thank you. 100%. They're the backbone. They're the the everything. If you don't have those cast members, it's not going to be the experience that, you know, Walt intended if you want to bring Walt into it, you know, you know, and all kinds of different stuff. This this is a place where, you know, yeah, magic can happen. You want to, you know, say that you want these experiences that these cast members that have have been there or cast members that have been guests and experienced magic and then want to, you know, make that for other people or people that have been there for 50 years and 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 know a thing or two or or whatever or just you know, people that just like to see other people happy. And that seems to be the general thing that cast members at Disney parks have above other theme parks and other places in general is they they want to see guests happy. And you, you know what? That's probably the best thing you can you can hope for is to just make somebody's day, make somebody happy, make somebody feel a little better get you from the outside world like we've talked about before so yeah again just like reiterate thank you cast members and also like i've said before be kind to cast members they're they're the ones they're the front line they're the they're doing literally everything for you because you're there so be kind and we love you cast members i think you know with what you said andrew that was beautifully said about the cast members i think that's a perfect way to end the episode on a positive note so any final thoughts before we wrap up i am groot no, i'm just kidding i, I am groot. we I am groot. are groot. Those are the fi- we are groot we are groot 100 percent. we are Groot. that's a How great way to end better it. than that yep. all right that's it until next time keep dreaming keep moving forward and always remember to pass on the magic have a fantastic week everyone bye see ya Part of the Podcateers Network.